0: Hey everybody, my name is Metal Music Man, and I'm Professor Lex. And this is episode 48 of the Metal and Lex podcast. <laughs> 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 Why are we celebrating 48? We, we the ones we celebrate are so we random. Like by the time we get to like what is it? 52, 54. will be the or is it yeah, yeah. 52, 52,
1: no, 52, 52, weeks
0: 52 will be the year uh marker yep. and it we're just we're not going to have anything. It's <laughs> just going to be the same air horns. It'll be it'll be awful.
1: <laughs> Do you ever um, get self-conscious about the way that you well, I shouldn't say it. Never mind.
0: Oh, it's too late. You've already put it in my head. The way I okay. say something. Do, do, you ever, do
1: you ever get self-conscious about not not that you're doing anything wrong in your reading when you welcome people to the Metal and Lex podcast, but like the way that you say it, I try and vary it and then I get stuck in this loop of, did I vary it the same way?
0: No, if and anything. You just, you
1: just say the same thing.
0: Yeah, I just go and I do yeah. it. If if anything, I have tried to make it more consistent oh, and sure. less variable as we've gone in. Um, I If anything, I've been driving to... Well, it's one of those things, like, so you you don't want to, like, make up a catchphrase or anything. No, no, no. That's disingenuous, it's right? Like, that's happening. stupid. You don't want to, like, you don't want to, yeah, right, you don't want to sit down and, yeah, uh, you've gotten a lot quieter suddenly. I don't oh, know I'm, I feel yeah. like I turned yeah, there in go.
1: here. You
0: you suddenly were very quiet to me. Um, Anyway, but yeah, as I if anything, I've driven towards like getting getting more consistent and and homogenized. Yeah. And so, yeah, you don't want to make up a phrase, but it's I don't know when it happened because it is organic, as you said, but it kind of became like. You know, we do the intro. Hey, everybody! My name is Music Man, and then I do yeah. a weird, weird announcer deep voice thing for the episode, yep, yep. And, and that's it. It works. That's our, I think that's our thing we, it, now. It's
1: a formula. We yeah. we we've, we've been doing it for forty eight episodes. Yeah, oh, that's nearly a year. We're, a we're month, basically professionals at
0: this point. I mean, we've never I been paid so. for anything, but you know, don't <laughs> let that stop us. <laughs> oh, good times. Um. So anyway, yeah. Um. We've got um an episode today that we're just gonna we're just gonna respond to a rather long question. That uh, Soul of Bass on YouTube. Shout out to Soul of Bass on YouTube. I'm going to assume
1: it's Soul of Bass and of not vast? Soul of Bass. There's no way he's a, a pro-fisher. He, he might, he might uh, be a big fisher. He you might be He might, a, be a big he might be or, or he might be a big fish. He might just be a big fish. Yeah, at least in his soul, he's a big well, fish. Yeah, deep down. He's so, <laughs> in his heart of hearts.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> Shout to
1: Soul of Base. We hope we haven't alienated
0: you. Yeah, he's he's already gone. Um yeah. so he, he asked us a little question. Um he's uh, just sh- well, well shoutouts in general. He's been he's been doing some comments. He's been giving us the engagement metrics, um, yeah. which are which are fantastic. We love when people engage with our content. Uh, so thank you for that.
1: do you, do you know him? Or did I, he just I don't stumble think I do us?
0: let me let me oh. creep on you, Soul of Bass, on your YouTube. Who who are you on YouTube? You have
1: You don't have to tell us.
0: You have content. No, I do not know who you are.
1: I am, so that's like an organic viewer. Yeah,
0: you you appear to be, if if I do know who you are and I can't tell who you are after looking at your YouTube just now, I am so sorry, yeah. You know what, that can be your next comment if you would like, why why do you listen? Why do you listen to us? Why do you you know who we are? Why, why are you here? Why would you ever listen to us?
1: we're anyway, horrible
0: anyway yeah we're awful so uh, yeah he so he, he's got a question about uh, some finding game things uh, so yes. i'm just going to i'm going to pull this up and i'm going to read it
1: this and this was a comment left on episode number 47
0: Right. uh y- yes game yes on on ghost woke to game stonk boogaloo which is in my opinion one of my better titles one of the
1: strongest yeah, i mean oh, yeah. i don't know that anything
0: beats black people in space uh, but you know it's it's, it's definitely <laughs> or
1: against Will
0: it's definitely up there <laughs> <laughs> look man i'm still i'm still mulling that one over you just you gotta yeah i'm, I'm just not sure uh all right all right, all right. So, so he says <clears throat> hey here's a question I'm not a big fighting game person, but I used to like them casually. My main criticism of fighting games, as an outsider, is that I don't—I uh, don't feel they've innovated very much. Particularly, it seems to me that outside of Champion Pick, which I think he just means character pick, so character, yeah. I'm guessing he's a filthy, filthy MOBA player. League of um, Legends,
1: Dota. You-
0: Filthy multiplayer. So, particularly, it seems to me that outside of character pick, strategy doesn't play much into the games. Uh, we're pinning that one hard. Uh, <laughs> it, it's mostly about memory and reaction speed, uh, also pinning. Um, these things aren't very easy to appreciate from a more cerebral standpoint. And that's, I'm also pinning, but in a more positive, interesting way sure, than the sure. last pins. Um, like when it comes to speed, one person is faster than the other until another person is faster. Time. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> until we, another we person is faster the,
0: these <laughs> points are why i really wanted to respond to this i think this is a really good comment um, yeah. so anyway uh yeah so these things aren't very easy to appreciate from a more cerebral standpoint like when it comes to speed one person is faster than the other until another person is faster the speed isn't so noticeable so much as the difference is so watching two semi-pros looks the same as watching two pros in the finals at least from a casual standpoint pins 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 Pen. um yep. <laughs> so the question is do you think there's room to innovate in the genre Super pinned for me. I'd like to see fighting <laughs> games borrow from other genres. Uh, Yakuza, for example, is a nice combination of RPG mechanics with with fighting, but not really a traditional fighter. Is there a place for leveling up within a two player fighting game? Could neutral objectives be put inside a fighting game that will let characters increase their stats, gain moves? I mean, I know not. items in Smash Bros. <laughs> and that is kind of like and what that is kind of like. But what about putting some enemies to fight or something? to last hit oh man he's just turning it into a into a moba when that, that um, i don't
1: get what his last hit mean is that like oh you, i'll tell you, get you the experience
0: uh yes but no i have okay. talked to you about this in an old podcast once upon a time because it's one of my okay. most hated mechanics in any game ever is last hitting um so so that's a very interesting one there's so many there's so many things here this is a, such a great comment um uh i mean innovation and fighting games might be decent topics, since you guys seem to yes. take my input and razors of the past to heart so anyway yeah so i think this is a great one so i, I guess we'll just go down the list unless you have a particular okay. one you
1: want to oh no 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 it's okay, it's okay. I'll, I'll see how well i can do to not um uh make overarching points until we get to the end uh I'll try and do this yeah. point, by point well by i
0: point. mean if you've got if you've got a we'll, whole thing we'll you
1: know, get them okay. we'll get them Um, I I think as sort of a, um, um, like a prerequisite of knowledge for our fighting game backgrounds, I'm I'm sure we've talked about it plenty. Um, You come from a Smash background. And then when it comes to traditional fighting games, you have a very core traditional fighting game background, specifically 2D Street Fighter games. Yeah, Street Fighter two, Street numbered Fighter four, Street Fighter games. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so not even like the more anime style. And I got Mortal my Kombat two.
0: I, I did play some Mortal oh, Kombat, yeah. never like competitively, yeah. but like if we're going like real origins, that's definitely mm-hmm. up there. Yeah.
1: Uh, for me, uh, my background is is largely in anime games and in Marvel, which for me I think is a lot more freeing than, than the <laughs> strict rigidity of uh, uh Street Fighter. But but I that'll factor I, into I, I reject
0: the say. loaded I word choice you used <laughs> just now. Freeing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um Oh, wait, wait, was that it for you? I thought you had. Me oh, that, that is, okay.
1: Unless you have anything else that you want to say, yeah, I like, think those this, are, this is your baggage you're taking in. No, those
0: are those are fair backgrounds. And I think a lot of people who have listened to this podcast at this point, yeah, I do know. I mean, I think I am a, know this, I'm yeah. a really weird duck just as a reminder, though, for sure. Like there yes. there aren't a lot of um by game show, as I think we called it last time this came up. <laughs> there aren't a lot of, of by game show players when it comes to the Smash community versus every other fighting game um you know there are hundreds of us dozens perhaps or something right like it's not it's certainly more common now um at least for people to dip their toe but i i still even with the toe dipping i don't know yeah i was pretty good at 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 two different sets of games and and, um and like a lot of people never really do that i mean you've got like leffen at the high level Mm -hmm. who played um dragon ball and some other shit um back in the day you have um Uh, forward who is really big in Melee and pretty big in Marvel. Um, So it happens, but it's not that Mm -hmm. common. Um, So anyway, uh, yeah, those are our credentials. Uh, Okay, so his first point here is my main criticism of fighting games is as an outsider, I don't think they've really innovated very much. And we're just going to full stop on that because I think, like Mm -hmm. you said, there's just so many things. So uh, I don't know about you, Alex, but I Mm -hmm. actually agree with this. um, And I think... I think there are ways that just the statement that they haven't innovated very much, I think there are ways that that is awful and ways that it is great. I think there For are him. there are certain there 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 are tenets of uh are tenets of the um the fighting game genre that I think are so good that it's good that they haven't been innovated from and then there mm. are other th- uh, staples of it that either a just haven't they just haven't innovated because i don't know why or b they have like doubled down on and i wish they would innovate more or c um well i guess those are kind of the same point but so i guess that that's those are both the a and then the b is that there are times when they have tried to innovate and it has failed um so um well yeah i don't know before i get into my examples do do you agree or disagree with what i said and what he said at this point
1: I think I can understand why, from an outsider or casual perspective, it's easy to say that games or fighting games specifically haven't uh, been innovating or innovated in uh, over the course of several years. But I mean, if you look at it back in the day, like your your early your your original Street Fighter, your Karate Fighter, all of those those proto typical uh, fighting games, your your only real options were to move forwards, to move backwards, like walk forwards, walk backwards, and then hit the other guy to make his health drop. I think since then we've introduced dashing, we've introduced air dashing. Um, there's for combo for systems games like, that, like yeah, ba- yeah y- hitting someone unique more game than one systems.
0: Time. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So, so the way that you play with how you hit somebody has been innovated upon. The way that you maneuver through physical space has been innovated, either in terms of speed, additional options, or moving into the foreground and background with games like Tekken and Soul Caliber, um, and then. I don't know, the, the games, they just keep getting sort of weirder, and for me, that feels like innovation. I I, I like the the progression of thought, and, and to me, it seems like uh, if you... It, depending on the game that you're playing, they are testing for specific knowledge or specific ideas. So, like, a game like Skullgirls really does reward you for being familiar with combo routes, because the, yeah. the whole game is cruxed around... That, I, I would argue though that from his point
0: that he's he, I could be wrong. So but my interpretation mm-hmm. of his point as I've read this comment with this particular no, line is that uh none of that is innovation. All of that okay. is is um uh logical progression of the same concept. And I don't know that I Fully can disagree with his point that I just made for him in my mind based on what I assume he's trying to say, um, be, because because I think it's, there's there's certainly an amount of innovation that is natural, right? Like like when you're okay, let's look at um, bicycles. If you mm-hmm. start with like bikes that are big ass wheels back in the day, yeah, they got the big and, wheel, and then, in the the yeah, wheel in the front. the tiny Yeah, and back. then eventually, like the wheels get smaller. You get gears to one. Um, to one definition, that certainly is innovation. To another definition, it isn't at all. And it's just progression of an existing concept, I feel like, which isn't what necessarily is, innovating. Like, innovating, I feel like sometimes, and the way that he has worded the rest of this question to me, implies that he's looking for
1: wings on a Truly,
0: y- yes, uh, or, yeah. And okay. and I, th- I think there are ways that that's... Um, stupid frankly to look for um but it's not a point that people don't it's not a point that people don't make especially people who don't play fighting games and so but i think there's a lot of really good good stuff in that too so like like um as i as i shit on soul of base for giving us a topic and listening to your podcast but no but like i do think like like i don't i don't mean that in like the you know i'm not like trying to be like ah fuck you this my my point is like I hear a lot of people make this comment about fighting games and I think there are a lot of ways that comments like this have merit but there's also a lot of ways where it's just people who don't play fighting games wanting fighting games to not be fighting games. And I think that's sure. why this is such an interesting comment because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I think on the the stupid side there are also ways who the people who play fighting games and like them aren't willing to have certain kinds of innovations. And that's mm-hmm. stupid. And then so, so I I guess what what I what I think is very interesting about a topic like this is like trying to decide what things are things that you need to be like, no, you people who play fighting games are dumb for wanting this. Because I think there are things like that, and we'll get to it <coughs> last little uh. um, but like but like also there are on the flip side plenty of times where the stupid is on the side of the fighting game community. Um this is an area where I will always defend like say street fighter five where people are like, the combos need to be harder. And we talked about this a couple episodes back where I do agree that street fighter five has a stagnant gameplay design and stagnant combo design. I super agree with that. And I think that's a huge reason why the game is ass. but I also super duper duper disagree that the reason that it's stale is because it's not as difficult. Yeah. I think there is plenty of difficulty in that game, and I think the combos are stale and boring because the combos are stale and boring. I think it's as simple yeah. as that. I do not think there is any correlation between the lack of expression in Street Fighter V and the lack of difficulty. There is a lack they of expression because the there's a lack of expression.
1: Yeah. Period. I don't know that making the combos harder would make it any more expressive.
0: It wouldn't. Yeah. The, if yeah. the combos were hard, it would still be boring. And that's where people yes. are confused because because Street Fighter 4 was both expressive and difficult, people confuse the fact correlated that, them. Yeah, exactly. And and I don't think that's a thing. So, um back onto specifically the initial thing of how they haven't innovated. I would argue um that there are lots of innovations in 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 various fighting games. I think um there are also games that don't. So I think um what's a great example of innovation um, for the current era? I would say arms. No. I know this
1: isn't I know this isn't the point that you want to make, but I'm gonna Oh say. god, it might be the uh, point he
0: wants to make, which is why I hate that you just said it. But yeah, that yeah. oh fuck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, think about arms. Though. God
0: damn yeah, arms. Oh, even, gross. I hate
1: arms. Arms makes me angry to think about. I it's innovative as fuck, though. It's innovative as fuck. And, and you know what the, you know what the problem is? Uh, we, we were, you and I just a second ago, were looking at this in terms of like uh, uh, bicycles and like a logical progression of thought versus slapping wings on a bicycle. Arms, is, arms a, is a shooter that's also a bicycle. fighting game that, yeah, it's not, that's also okay, a, It's not a fighting game to me. But it, it is too. Must be a but fighting game. But also it game, is, it, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's that knee jerk reaction, that uh, uh, that we had whenever we thought, when I mentioned arms is, is the exact, point of like the the fear of too much innovation because like look at arms and look at how weird it is because it is a first person shooter and you like charge up your punches and you throw them across the screen Do you it's think not it's just more 3D, a shooter or
0: more a fighting game
1: i think it's a fighting game
0: i think it's more a fighting I don't game like than it is it. a shooter <laughs> I, I love playing arms with my nephews it's fun as sure, fuck sure. but I don't think I'd ever want to compare it is so no yeah it is so different than every other fighting game that it has a don't completely. it it has yeah it has a completely different set of fundamentals right and, and yet yeah there are still some yeah I think arms is a, a certain a, a, wow good job
1: Alex yeah I, I, at a I, certain I, point wings on a bicycle it stops being a bicycle and starts being an airplane i don't know that we're there yet it
0: does at a certain point <laughs> and i will actually yeah. say another um really innovative one um less crazily different but is um like rivals of aether and i think it's easier for people to look at rivals of aether and say oh well it's just 2d smash but it really isn't there are a lot of differences in rivals of aether um the core one being that there is no blocking or shielding there is only parrying Weird. did you know that
1: no, I don't know anything about
0: Rivals Yeah, of there is... there. So Rivals of Aether is... I get is, it confused is, with
1: Brawlhalla. It's basically...
0: <laughs> it's basically...
1: Yeah, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's basically two-dimensional, um, pixelated Smash Brothers, but sure. um, uh, there there is no shield mechanic, and so therefore there is no shield pressure, therefore there is mm-hmm. no block shield pressure.
1: Breaks. No block pressure, yeah. There
0: is only parrying. That's it. You okay. can parry. So it'd be like if... I mean, imagine, I guess for argument's sake, imagine... Third strike and there's no blocking and there's only parrying. Oh wait, and that's how third strike parry? is yeah. because third strike is an awful game <laughs> that no one should like. Hey, um, okay, third strike is a great <laughs> game that I hate. Made let made me leadership. let me walk that okay. back. I have third, no, I really I really do believe third strike is a great game that it I that game. I hate. Third strike to me is a lot like Killer Instinct. It's okay. a great game yeah, that funny. I just fucking hate, and it isn't Street Fighter. Um, but anyway, um, it's a totally different thing. But yeah, that so so anyway, Rivals of Aether is a lot different. But I think your point about arms is really good, and so. I think to to close off this point as we're going down the list, um, mm. I think you are right and wrong. I think that is a very fair thing to think and also a thing that you think soul of bass because you're probably less aware of the genre. So on well, some, on some areas. Yeah, exactly. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I think a lot of people from the outside do think that. Um, and mm-hmm. I think the reason that they think that um, plays into his next point. Um, and, and, and we'll, we'll keep progressing. This will be a theme of, of this topic because this is, this is, um, again, I think it's a really good question. It's It's, a great question. It's, it's, it's an, um, it's a question that is good because of your unfamiliarity with the genre. Um, I think people's ignorance of, of the genre leads them to ask very good and bad questions. And I think that's Which like is the exactly best way to innovate. Yeah, ex- yeah, this is like you the best. Like, back that's by why this is such a good the comment, right? knowledge, yeah, yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. That's like why it is such a good comment because it has like there's things that you only will ask or think if you aren't taking for granted if you don't stuff. Have that, and, and if then, you don't have
1: that baggage we have. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. Um okay, so then particularly it seems to me that outside of champion pick, strategy doesn't play much into the games. It's mostly about memory and reaction speed. I cannot stress enough how good and bad of a statement and question this is so we're just going to keep getting better and worse so so there is so much strategy in fighting games that is so wrong and not true um but But also um i can see why you would think that (laughs) oh absolutely absolutely um and then also it being mostly about memory and reaction speed this is also so good and bad in different ways so okay so I will first point out um and agree that there is more than any other genre of games, there is way more of a reaction speed skill floor to fighting games than most other okay. genres. Yep, if I you're think, trying to be good. I think the only other games that have a higher um I don't know, APM is like your RTSs, obviously. But Starcraft. I would even personally argue that, yeah, your StarCraft or your other, you know, whatever R T S you want to look at. I would even personally argue that First person shooters? They're no, 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 no. No, oh, okay. no. 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 I, I shooters are really good games, but they do not come close, in my opinion. Um, uh, there is a lot of twitch in shooters, but they're well okay, let me let me finish this point. So yeah. in in Uh, an RTS, you're going to have way higher actions per minute than a fighting game. It's just not even close to any, no genre. That's just period. There is just no comparison. I don't care how much you don't like hearing that about your favorite competitive gaming genre, but nothing can or ever will compare to an RTS in terms of actions per minute. It just can't. Yes. But I do think there is a large difference between raw APM and reaction speed. Because mm-hmm. I think there is a lot less reaction checking in an RTS than there is in a fighting game. I think sure. I think there's way less reaction checking because while, yeah, you're going to react to things and see what your opponent is doing and you're doing everything at a million miles an hour, there is a lot less per interaction uh, to lose, relatively speaking. Like, you're managing all 5,000 of your different armies you're building all of your guys, you're microwing someone else. That is a yeah. huge mental stack check. Um mm-hmm. and I would say is still a bigger mental stack check than anything probably in at all
1: fighting games. And I would any, I would probably put fighting games right after that it.
0: in terms of mental stack check personally. Um I'd say
1: there's a gap, but then yeah. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think RTS is
0: unquestionably unquestionably is like a bigger mental <laughs> stack check and a bigger actions per minute check. But yeah. I still feel like the weight of each individual decision and reaction mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, higher in a fighting game than probably almost anything. Um, when, there's a level you- of particular owned stress, like, with mm-hmm. each individual decision, um, I think, in a fighting game than even in an RTS. And so, while, yeah. wh- while you definitely do need to have, like, good reaction speeds to play a fighting game, and it does stress those um, more than most genres... Not than every genre, as we just went over with RTSs. Um, mm-hmm. While it does stress those, it does not invalidate or or uh, erase strategy at all. I- in fact, it's it's. I-, I would say that's a very gross um, uh, misunderstanding because there is a lot of strategy. Now, what I will agree with you on before I argue more about why I think that's wrong, is that there are absolutely a lot of fighting games that diminish that, and this is an area where I super agree with you and where Alex is already smirking because I actually do think a lot of fighting games really do try to diminish the strategy element and focus way more on um, uh, combos, setups, situations... Um, memorizing situations, etc. Uh, this is why I don't personally like Marvel or Skullgirls or all the games that Alex likes because I yes. think they do exactly what you're saying, but I don't think all fighting games do that. Anyway, Alex, explain to me why uh, defend you're yourself. You're wrong and why... stupid, yeah. No, 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 okay. no. Explain why you're a criminal and you sh- what you like oh, should be Oh, why I'm a war criminal. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, so what I was going to say... Earlier was that uh, in a sense, it, there's no way there's no plausible way that uh, the meaning or, or the the stakes of any individual decision that you make in uh, an RTS could compare to the, the magnitude of a decision that you make in fighting games, because if you're making 500 actions a second and each of those was as significant as something that happens in a fighting game, you would be so tired.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There'd be no
1: way to play. Well, and, then, um, and
0: and and that's not to say they don't get really tired because they are really sure, stressed, sure, sure. But, they but I do. think I think uh, <laughs> as a quick uh, other analog, this is always mm-hmm. something that gets brought up to me about like MOBAs, where they're like, oh, they have all of these different characters and like they. I think a lot of people that play MOBAs don't understand, and this is just factual. I hope people don't get butthurt like hearing this, but like MOBA characters are easier to make and more shallow than fighting game characters. Period. Or they should be. No, no, I mean, just period. There is no MOBA that ever had... There is no single character in a MOBA that is remotely as intricate or as nuanced as any fighting game character in any decent fighting game. And that's just the way the game is because the game is meant to be played. The way the game is meant to be played, you have five different characters interacting, okay? Um, Also... MOBAs are intended to be just easier to pick up. This doesn't mean I'm not saying there's no skill in a MOBA. I'm not saying MOBAs aren't extremely in-depth at a high level. And this is where I feel like every time I say this, people get like a knee-jerk defensive reaction. This is not mm. me saying MOBAs take less skill than fighting games. They, that's not my point. But to learn to play a MOBA character, like just the character, to learn what the character does, takes less skill. And that's okay mm. because the skill in a MOBA that's why you don't have people who are just like I only play this character most of the time in MOBAs maybe like certain certain like ADCs people are like known for playing one but generally people are known as players of a role
1: which is tank or DPS because or
0: that is that is the skill check of a MOBA is how many of these characters do you know how to play because you need that flexibility that's where the skill comes from the MOBA is which character does well in this situation? How does he synergize with all these other characters? And that's a very complex problem to solve. That's a very complex thing to learn and have that knowledge and be good at. But mm-hmm. that's where that check comes. Whereas like in a fighting game, there is some bleed over. Obviously, lots of people know how to play multiple different characters. And playing multiple characters does help you know more about the game. But it is a much harder check for an individual character in a fighting game than it is in a MOBA. And And I think... Those are both very similar degrees of difficulty, but it's just that 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 pin on the spectrum is moved more towards overall game and character knowledge in a MOBA, um, whereas in a fighting game, it's moved more towards individual character knowledge. Both genres have, though, a check, right? They both check the whole game. They both check um, individual knowledge and overall game knowledge. It's just one checks one a little bit more than the other and vice versa. Um, Mm -hmm. so, So there is a lot of strategy in... In the game itself, too, though. I know you're trying to get in. I'm sorry. I I need to finish this No, you're good. You're good. So the other point while we're on the MOBAs is that when you say outside of champion pick strategy doesn't matter much in a fighting game, uh, that is so far from the truth. Because now, to be fair, there are a lot of characters that are more slided towards the point that you're trying to make, which is to say that like if you play a Yun, generally rush down characters, generally, I think are a little less um strategically diverse. At the end of the day, they're going to try and get in and fuck your shit up. I
1: want you to be wrong. Okay. I would like to be in your face and I want you to be wrong when I'm there.
0: Yeah, and that's not to that say is that's not to say that they don't have um abilities to change in nuance. They definitely do, but but just to make it easier for the for the the point counterpoint, if you look at a character like Ryu, I mean, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, he still wants to throw fireballs, sure, but holy shit, dude, like the amount of differentiation between like just playing keep away versus going full rush down versus doing like freaking weird ham shit, like depending on the character that you're fighting, but more and importantly, the player. the player, there are, there are matchups that are say, say, say Ryu versus Sagat. Mm-hmm. You could play Ryu versus Sagat and you could play it textbook fireball war between the two. And you could think, okay, that's just the way Ryu versus Sagat is. And now I know the strategy of Ryu versus Sagat and all there is to do is to play that. But that's so bullshit. Like you could run into you could run into a Sagat. <laughs> yeah. Like it might be that the average one is that way, but you could run into a Sagat that tell a rushdown or a Ryu that's held a rushdown. There are matchups of Ryu versus Sagat where you would certainly expect Sagat to be the zoner and Sagat ends up becoming the rushdown. But that changes. It doesn't change because of the, the character, it changes because of the player. So the, you, the the characters are way more um, versatile than I think that mm-hmm. argument gives them credit for.
1: Way, way, way more. You remember we were playing over at Hylians and uh, we were just goofing around and you picked Ryu and I picked Sagat and like round start, you threw a fireball and then I Kara uppercutted you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that matchup works, but that's how it was played because it was me behind the wheel. I yeah, have, yeah. have a difficult time zoning people because it gets, not boring, it, It's it's a lot in the mental stack to uh mm-hmm. to attempt to zone someone so when when i saw that will was like ah yes ryu and sagat of course the fireball war tale as old as time <laughs> uh rocketed into his face and then just popped him one
0: <laughs> but like and so and i think it's it's easy to come away that though being like well access alex, alex doesn't play sagat that's why but that's not yeah. why there are absolutely <laughs> like i mean even at the highest level there is uh there are multiple examples of sets of People who are traditionally zoners that when they fight a certain player or certain character, they change things up. I mean, you can see... Or-
1: or as as a set develops, because it, yeah, uh, even within like the Street set, you Street might start, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Street Fighter games are played as a best uh, two out of three rounds, right? So you get you reduce their life points to zero, you win that round, and then whoever wins two out of three in Street Fighter Four specifically, uh, that's the person who wins that game. And most sets, if they are played like standard in bracket, are two out of three games. So you have to win that whole thing twice before the other guy does Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's setting aside grand finals where typically they move to a three out of five format and also that you have to worry about a bracket reset games can get really long long over the course of the game so
0: much evolution
1: (laughs) yeah holy shit if will if will and i were playing and he was ryu and i was sagat and i did the kara uppercut in the the beginning and he's like well that whoa 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 what, what are you thinking what are you doing and every time he goes to throw a fireball i just punch him in the face he would have to necessarily change the strategy in order to continue to play So Will will make that adjustment and he'll say, oh, Alex is being dumb and doing Alex things. I'm going to hit him back.
0: Or I'm going to block because I know he's going to throw this wild punch and then you throw me. That's mind games. That's That's, the core of strategic evolution.
1: Yes, and and that's uh, how the strategy develops.
0: Yeah, and I think you have so much more of that in fighting games than you do in most genres. Um, Maybe than any genre. I think the the individual... um, here this is the way, I mean, obviously I'm biased just because I love fighting games in general, but I think sure. even outside of my love for it, I, I think it's really hard to refute the the individual expression that comes mm-hmm. from like that one-on-one um, the, the the gameplay as a conversation in fighting games. In my yes. experience, yes. in my experience, there isn't a lot more uh there isn't a lot better example of that than fighting games. I think things that get very close to me or can beat it. Um, I think, like, duels in shooting games are really up there. Um, yeah, you,
1: you get your 1v1 so, scenarios. Yeah, yeah.
0: and, and, and your, your your shooter duel games are a lot less popular these days um, compared to the team shooter. And team shooters have a lot of benefit, but I think anytime you end up on a team, um, you just invariably do lose some of that one-on-one expression. Um, you -hmm. get a lot of other good things for it, that right, like the cooperation, the ability to get the deliberate
1: team combos for for what you're testing. But but I
0: think it is inherently a trade-off. Yeah, you do not get the same kind of conversation in a one-on-one shooter as you do in a five-on-five shooter. You do not get the same kind of conversation in, you know, a MOBA. Um, you can have snippets of it in team shooters the same way you could in a team MOBA. You could have your little, you know, we're in bot lane and you know, people try to come down from mid and they died. And now suddenly the whole team is dead except for like the two bot lanes. And now suddenly you've got like a little mini duel between your two ADCs. That's cool. But that's like the entire game in a fighting game and in and yeah. in, a, and in a one-on-one shooter or in even a one-on-one RTS really. Um, I think you don't get that in team games. So I think like to say that there isn't an you element can't. of strategy yeah. is uh, is super wrong but I also think there are a lot of fighting games that make it look like that isn't the case. Um, I'm looking mm-hmm. at you, Marvel players, and that's okay. not to say that it's never in Marvel, <laughs> which I think you know, but yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think can you at least give me that the the base Marvel of like, okay, what am I trying to say here? The The average decent game of Marvel, for me, has so much less visible strategy than the average decent game of your Street Fighter.
1: I, I think, will uh, yeah. I will agree with you wholeheartedly because you used the word visible. I yeah. think that, uh, they, 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 and I, I think that's twofold. I, I think it's difficult for you to appreciate what's happening because you've got the knowledge of Street Fighter holding you back. Uh, you haven't been able to open and free your mind and embrace uh, Skullgirls or I don't even
0: think that. I just think it's harder to see. I will also hang on you, the visible. It, it is I, harder I, to I, see. That is, that is half yeah. of my problem with the, the, the Marvel-like games is that sure. you can't fucking tell what's going on. I know well, a shit ton. A <laughs> lot of people can't, though. I, I think this yeah, is yeah. always and my. More yeah. people can't. A lot of people can't. I know a shit ton about fighting games. I am fucking in a niche of a niche of a niche. And what, what annoys me about a lot of people who like those games is not that they like them and is not that they want people to like them. It's that they, they either refuse to or can't fathom how much more niche they are than 99.9% of people that is what frustrates me like it doesn't bother me that people like them it doesn't even bother Mm -hmm. me that they want people to like them or that they wish people understood them more it bothers me when like you and and this is not you specifically you're much better at this than most people but there are a lot of I'm just gonna say Marvel players and be an asshole but like there are a lot of Marvel players where like they will tell you a thing is cool and you're just like yeah I don't understand what's happening and their immediate Go to is that you're just like shitting on them to be a dick, and it's like no man, because they can't fathom. They're like, they're like, oh, how could you not understand this? It's like, dude, there is so much shit going on. They're like, did you see that? And then you go, and then you go, (laughs) no, and they think that you're like trolling them, (laughs) you know? And they're like, but like I'm not. Like there's just, it's just, I just I look at the screen. There's a million explosions. There's fucking six characters. Fucking Mm -hmm. two of the two Mm -hmm. two of the characters on each team of three are literally filling the entire screen with explosions. While another character Mm -hmm. jumps so high that you literally cannot see the characters that matter. And a mix-up happens off the screen where you literally cannot see it. And then people are like, oh my god, that was so So sick. sick. (laughs) And I'm just like, no! I immediately lose interest. So there are a lot of fighting (laughs) games that reinforce that. And, And I will say, as someone who loves fighting games... And I think I've said this before multiple times in this podcast, but like as someone who loves fighting games and thinks they're they're the most beautiful thing on planet Earth, I fucking hate 80% of fighting games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I do feel like Marvel is specifically skill testing for things that you don't value. I think Marvel and Skullgirl specifically yeah. are skill testing for like knowledge of combo routes the uh, uh, awareness of things that you physically can't perceive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't, I think you think that's dumb and I, I do. <laughs> I'm confident <laughs> saying that and, and I can, I understand that, that is inherently alienating that the fact that without Knowing all of these intricate little details, I, I am aware of the fact that if you don't have that knowledge, you won't know what's happening.
0: There is no chance you- <laughs> that, that average Joe can spectate Marvel, and not 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 all Marvel. There's some Marvel, but like the, sure, uh, the there's overall there's a lot that can there be is understood. no chance that, and I don't mean average Joe. Like this is what this is what I think always gets fucking people butt hurt. But it's like when I say average Joe, I don't fucking mean people who grew up with Marvel characters and think Marvel characters are cool, right? Like, to me, the Mm -hmm. the, the metric of what makes a good um, competitive spectator sport is, like, how engaging can it be to somebody who doesn't know anything about it? And Mm -hmm. how um, intelligible can it be? And, And that's not to say that you can't have a good game that is super in depth, or that you shouldn't like extremely overcomplicated games like Path of Exile or whatever. That's not my point, but but they're, you're talking about two very different things, and so I feel like when you're talking to somebody like we are now, who yeah. is not someone who's a member of the genre, I just can't accept anyone arguing that that Marvel is 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 a good thing to feed them. Um, it's not intuitive. Yeah, it, it's like <laughs> it's so. So to me, this is the exact same the- deal. Okay, let me let me let me give this exact situation within Street Fighter Four. Okay. So this is the same thing as when like a new person comes in and they show some interest in Street Fighter and that guy comes up from the back and he's like, Oh, you want to play this game? Yo, let me show you how to do this fucking sick combo with Ryu. And I just want to punch that person in the face. I'm like, that's not what this that's not what this newbie needs. They yeah, need to know how to fireball and how to crouch hard punch. Well, the game is about that, but it's just it's going ahead. It's like if somebody came on to you. Let's, let's just go even further back in our analogies. It's like if somebody came up to you and they were like, hey, I want to know how to ride a bike. And you were like, oh, dude, check out this sick Harley that I built. You're just <laughs> like, bro, no, shut the fuck up. You're just going to scare them away. You need to stop talking. And then that person gets mad, right? Because, like, they don't understand. How
1: do you not understand? It's a beautiful bike. Do you not think it's a beautiful yeah, bike? And it's
0: like, okay, I get it. But, like, this dude doesn't even know what a wheel is. Yeah. All right? We got to fucking sh- <laughs>
1: Let's try and get them balanced on it first before yeah, we put them yeah, on the hardware. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so it's like so that to me is like there. I I really do think like just objectively, if we're talking about like new, uh, unawares people, I mm. don't think there's any scenario where you show them a game like Marvel and it helps them understand. Um, and no. again, I'm talking about people who are really, really, really green. Like, like, not like. Fresh. fresh yeah. Taste. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just don't think you could ever get them to understand anything about the genre and not feel overwhelmed and give up if you showed them a game like that. If you showed them Skullgirls. Those, those games are. The majority of people. They're, they're advanced porn, dude. Like, they, like, yeah. you've been, you've been jacking off so mm-hmm. long to the same thing that now and only you become
1: numb to it dude, you can only only,
0: only grandma murder porn gets you off now like some You're, weird and it's
1: specific and, like yeah and there's like, nothing uh, wrong
0: if that's your thing it's, <laughs> it's fine like yeah exactly but <laughs> it's like it's you, you have there's to understand such a Wealth of diversity yeah you are so far down the road though like so that's what i i think is hard when that conversation comes up but like i do th- yeah, yeah I, I i hope i i try to never come across as being like and I don't think I ever do, but like, I, some of these people seem to accuse me of being like, oh, he, like, he just thinks Marvel, just doesn't, marvel. doesn't have skill. Like, I don't think that at all. There you must
1: are, know that. <laughs> you, how
0: could you possibly <laughs> yeah. not think that it had skill? Like, you know what I mean? But like, but there are, um, if you're talking about what is digestible, um, what is mm-hmm. approachable, it's just, it's just not even there. Um, so I think this is specifically what we've been, uh, on now is where he says mm-hmm. uh, soul of base and his comment says these things aren't very easy to appreciate from a cerebral standpoint and i no. i 100% a hundred percent agree
1: for a lot village. of for
0: yeah for a lot of yeah. games for a lot of games you will just look at them and you will not be able to tell what's going on so this is why and this you know there's a opinion in here but i'm pretty fucking sure i'm right this is why street fighter and smash are the best games to watch and nothing comes close for the most part because they are the only games that are actually digestible for a new player um i would actually put um uh, so other games that i think are good for this um sam show games sam that show like really sam show is really really like. easy to digest it's really which, good to watch
1: which is kind of funny to me because uh, the, the the way that samurai uh, Showdown works samurai showdown
0: is the game uh, we're talking about
1: specifically the the newest iteration which is just called samurai showdown uh, the i think that what's interesting is that that one in particular is skill testing and values reactions over like uh matchup knowledge or or things like that like like, where in marvel you really do need to know that firebrand has an unblockable uh in samurai showdown you know that they've got a sword and you can probably tell pretty fast how long their sword is and that's like the bar
0: i would say more than reactions i mean samurai showdown definitely does value reactions very highly it does not value um which again most fighting games do that that is uh, absolutely i mean that is a, a an an accurate thing like uh, fighting games that uh, oh and that reminds me um, uh, fighting games reactions and uh, uh, balance things is where I'm going with this but Mm -hmm. same show in particular values um, fear same show is the kind of game where yeah. nobody <laughs> wants to do anything. Nobody wants to do yeah, anything because anyone could, anyone could die at any moment. And it's not like Marvel where you could die because the guy does some crazy infinite combo. You could die at any moment because the guy hits you, cuts you with one button and you get cut yeah. in half and you die. Samurai Showdown <laughs> is perhaps one of the best newbie fighting games
1: ever. Because, because you'll learn what spacing is. We don't yeah. have to sit here and uh, argue about what twisting is. You learn spacing. You
0: learn, learn anti airs. You learn how to apply and... And um, uh, defend against pressure, but nothing you ever do in Samurai Showdown is more difficult than pressing one button followed by one input sequence. It's like, you know, hard hard attack, uh, quarter circle forward, light attack is the hardest thing you will generally ever, generally speaking, for the most yeah. part, have to do in that game. Um, and you could just kill people; like they just fucking die. Yeah, so, with
1: with two buttons. <laughs> so
0: I do want to talk about though. I want to talk about because I think, uh, and this is me uh, interpreting. And assuming mm-hmm. an argument that wasn't directly made by Soul of Base, but I I'm, I think it's there because this 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 is we're in the same wheelhouse. This is where um, a lot of people I think dislike the reaction element and think that the mm-hmm. reaction element diminishes the strategy element. They feel like oh I'm so good at this like strategy where if I could just react or I could do the technical aspects of things, then I would be really good at this game. But because I don't want to put the time in. To get the technical aspect down, to get the reaction aspect down, I don't want to put that time in. I won't be able to play the game, and or, you know, or I and can't because sucks. I'm too old. Well, okay. I mean, I think that's just horseshit. In any, uh, I the, mean, the age like, thing is If you're bullshit. an 18
1: year old, your your reactions are going to be better than the 50 year olds. Sure,
0: but they're not so better that it's relevant. I will defend to the end of the day, like that. That's not no. That's not. Th- There's. Nope. I don't. I can't think of a single game where that is. So relevant that if you're doing better strategy, it wins at the end of the um, day, as long as you have an acceptable, whatever, whatever definition of that you want to have uh-huh. an acceptable like competitive reaction, speed competitive actions per minute. If mm. you're in, if, if, if somebody has 10% more actions per minute than you or 10% better reaction speed, that, not that does not player. defeat superior strategy. It does not defeat superior decision-making ever. It only wins if you're on the same level in those other two things, and if that's I, the case, then you're already losing anyway, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Um. and that's secretly the point that I was driving at in Samurai Showdown. Mm. The people who win are not the children. <laughs> the people who understand pressure. Yeah, Even the game yeah, yeah. yeah Use yeah. reaction so much. You still need to the know. Strategy what you're doing.
0: beats everything yep. in Sam's Show yep. because of that. Trump's no, ex- all. Yeah. The, your strategy. How important they are. Yes, your strategy beats everything in that game. So okay. So hang on. So so this is a point I really mm-hmm. want to make though about. Um, the difficulty of approachability of fighting games because, um, and this actually bleeds into, we're doing a really good job here. So, uh, refresher, uh, he says, um, these things aren't very easy to appreciate from a cerebral standpoint. When it comes to speed, one person is faster than the other until the other person is faster. The speed isn't so noticeable so much as the difference is. So, watching two semi-pros looks the same as watching two pros. Blah, 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 blah. So, Mm -hmm. uh, disagree. Here's why. Um, (laughs) um, So, the the thing that a lot of people make as a point, and I think that he was probably driving to. If you're not, I apologize for for putting it in your mouth, but I think this is kind of where you're going with this. this is this the point we will? Address. Is yeah. Is well, I mean, I think it's it's part and <laughs> yeah. parcel to what he said as well. But like a lot of people are like, well, you know, that that uh, difficult element of of doing things physically, like I'm not interested in it because I think it takes away from my ability to get to the stri- strategic part of the game. And I think that is just a fundamental understanding of what's happening. And I say this as someone who does agree, generally, that fighting games should be easier than they have been historically.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: don't think they should not be hard at all, though. I don't think there should be no check. And here's why. And this is uh, maybe a hot take for some of you, but I, I really hope people listen to it and think about it. I think the main reason there is so much more... um. Uh, we'll say, what's the word I want to use here? I think the reason there is so much more variability to the perceived metas of fighting games, as far as Mm -hmm. who's good, who's bad, there's so much less um, um, uh, overall meta agreement in fighting games Mm -hmm. compared to other games as far as who's good and who's bad. If you look at, like, fucking, you know, World of Warcraft, if you look at uh, fucking uh, any MOBA, if you look at fucking any shooting game, whatever, it is always so much more universally agreed upon than the average fighting game as far as what is good and what is bad. And that's not to say there aren't fighting games where there are clear top tiers. Obviously, there are. That's not my point. But the obviously o- Marvel
1: vs Capcom yeah. two exists.
0: The ov- but the overall discussion is like I'm playing Counter Strike. Op is fucking op, and I'm not saying Op needs to be nerfed. I think it's great that Op is op. But everybody, like, there isn't anybody who ever is arguing that op isn't that way. And then like as you go down the list of tier list of guns, I feel like you just have a much more um centered, agreed upon um tier list. And I feel like it's the same way, especially in MOBAs. In MOBAs, it's always, it's always like this balance patch came out, right? Fucking mm-hmm. this champion is now so OP that they are literally always banned. Because you get bans in MOBAs. You get to say at the beginning of the game. picks like some bans, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get to be like, who's banned? This guy's banned, right? Uh, These five champions are banned, whatever. It's almost always the same ones within a very small pool. And in my opinion, that is the reason that difficulty is important. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, and i'm going to use world of warcraft as an example now because world of warcraft is uh, an awful competitive game in so many different ways and and yet it is a competitive game that people do play in arenas for money but one of the things that always happens in world of warcraft and i think mobas are like fucking identical for this in a lot of ways um but i have less direct knowledge of them so this is this will be a better example for me to make but like there are characters in world of warcraft who are either just shit or mm-hmm. godlike Mm -hmm. And there is no fucking in-between. And the reason for that is because there is no skill barrier. There is no tech skill, no input skill barrier. That Mm -hmm. lack of the barrier is why that occurs. Because when you have, let's say in World Warcraft, you have two versus two. And you typically will have a healer and a damage character. The damage character I'm going to use as an example is a uh, destruction warlock. And the healer and the other damage don't matter. But you have a healer and a damage on each team. And one team has a Destruction Warlock. And Destruction Warlocks work thusly. They're kind of hard to kill for a caster. So casters wear cloth. They're usually weak. But for a caster, Warlocks are pretty hard to kill. They have ways that they leech health back and all of this. And and so for a caster, they're one of the hardest casters to kill. They're the tankiest caster. Um Okay. So the warlock stands still, and the warlock says, Ah, you're going to hit me and try and kill me, and you have to hit me because I have this big move, and this move is called Chaos Bolt. What does Chaos Bolt do? You press the Chaos Bolt button, and you start going Kamea, and you channel, and the cast takes, I don't know, two seconds or something. And so the whole game basically revolves around will they or won't they actually get an opportunity to chaos bolt me? And so the warlock has the ability to, they can instantly fear you, which makes you run away from them. And you have no Mm -hmm. option but to run away. And this has like a cooldown timer. So basically the strategy comes out to be that the warlock will chaos bolt you from a range to force you to come at them and hit them to prevent them from being able to chaos bolt. Because once someone's in your face, they have lots of different ways to prevent you from actually completing that cast. So then you start the chaos bolt cast. Somebody comes in and attacks you. Um, once they're in, you do your fear thing, and then Mm -hmm. either A, you get the cast bolt cast off because they're running in fear, and you have other ways to prevent them. Once they're out far away, your team can synergize and do other ways to like stun them or slow them and prevent you from getting in and enable you to get that cast. Or B... The enemy that you did that instant fear to, they use some longer cooldown defensive ability that breaks the fear. Like they make themselves invincible and say, ah, I will not be feared. But they can only do that every like two minutes. And your instant fear is like a 30 second cooldown or whatever. Sure. So basically what happens is either A, warlocks do enough damage based on the meta and based on the the balance patches and, and the gear they have. Either they do enough damage To where they fear you, you break the fear, you come back in, and the next time they fear you again and they cast bolt you and you literally die instantly. Either Mm. A, that happens, or B, it doesn't happen. And so either either the warlock is fucking worthless because they can never kill anyone because they just don't deal enough damage, or the second that they get one off, you instantly die and they're the best class in the entire game. And this has happened Mm. routinely back and forth over the course of World of Warcraft because... Either it does or doesn't do enough damage. And so Warlocks are just constantly fucking dog shit or so broken that they're the only class that does anything and everybody plays a Destruction Warlock. So this is the value of difficult... Difficulty. Difficulty. This is the value of difficulty because if Warlocks can kill you or not kill you and instead that's based off of doing something that's very hard to do, this is the difference of skill. That, that differentiates somebody who does put the time into the game and somebody who doesn't. And I feel like a lot of times people have this idealized notion that if every game was just on quote-unquote a level playing field and people who were practiced and put all of this time in and could do this hard thing, well, if I could do that hard thing, I'd be just as good as you. Well, okay, mm. but that's Maybe. the whole fucking <laughs> point. <laughs> That's, That's the whole point. This is like if you went hands. in, yeah, this is like if you went into a gym and you were like, "Well, if I spent fucking 3 years of my life doing nothing but lifting weights in the gym, I could lift that weight just as well as you can." Yeah. And this Do is it. what I think people don't <laughs> give they don't give like credence to to the difficulty of um of doing something. They look mm-hmm. at if this is like if you looked at a choreographed fight scene, in a movie. And you were like, well, that guy just did three triple backflips and then round kicked the guy to the face. But I mean, shit, if I practiced that for a year, I'd be able to do that too. And you're like, y- y- yeah, yeah, that's why it's impressive. <laughs>
1: so you remember it, but that, it said year he'd spent, but that doesn't, do that. that
0: doesn't mean that there's no strategy that doesn't. In in yeah. fact, the strategy becomes even more insane because your mental stack is so stressed on trying to do the things that it makes it harder to actually react to the strategical elements. And this is a good thing because, again, the problem with warlocks is that when they're good, there is no real way to stress them because what they're doing is literally just hitting one button to cast a chaos bolt. And no matter what you're doing, no matter how much pressure you put on them, they're not under pressure because all they have to do is hit one button. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you change that up and you have a match between, uh, I don't know, any other number of characters in World of Warcraft, it's much more stressful. So not only does the game become predictable and not only do, do balance issues rear their ugly heads much more pronounced and just become impossible to avoid when there's no difficulty, it also becomes boring because <laughs> it's predictable and it's imbalanced. So I literally think that... Actual mechanical difficulty is both a barrier between boring and unbalanced gameplay and mm-hmm. something that richens and deepens the strategy. And this is why, to me, fighting games are the best shit. And it's mm-hmm. why, for me, uh, well, it's not the only reason, but it's one of many reasons that most MOBAs, to me, are not appealing. And I find them highly restrictive and uh simplistic and again doesn't mean they don't take a shit ton of skill but the things that they test are not interesting to me Mm -hmm. um you do not more more often than not and more importantly uh the individual conversations are are Mm -hmm. less interesting because the characters are more simplistic and because the most important things in a lot of mobas and i keep saying a lot of mobas because there are some that i actually do like which we'll get to but specifically in MOBAs like League of Legends, um, I think when, when he talks about um, last hitting and things like that, to me, last hitting is you're testing a, a single-player skill in a multiplayer game, and that doesn't interest me. Last hitting is very difficult. Last hitting is extremely hard to do, and if only you could last hit, then you would be as good as the guy that's really good at last hitting. But a lot of people are so good at last hitting, I think Faker... They're like so good at it that no one can even challenge them. And that is the exact same argument that I just made about fighting games in a lot of ways. The only way that, in my opinion, it's different is that last hitting is a skill that really doesn't have a lot to do with your conversation with the other player. Mm-hmm. And I think pressure's, pressure strings and mix-ups do. But I also will admit that that's a sliding scale, right? Like the more the more these pressure strings are insane and incapable to be reacted to, the closer you get to Marvel, the less I feel that way. And so that while I feel like there (laughs) are- An uncanny
1: valley. Yeah, absolutely. So
0: I think there are (laughs) lots of interactions in MOBAs that are on the the good side of my opinion, where they do have um, appropriate character interaction. And then there are some that don't. And I put last hitting on the side that to me just doesn't. Last hitting to me is like, um, last hitting to me is a fighting game where for the first 30 seconds of every match, you both play Tetris to see who gets a damage buff. (laughs) That's what last hitting is to me. That's what the lane phase is to me. Um, Mm -hmm. It is very hard to do well in the laning phase. You are rewarded or punished for how well you do in laning phase, and that does affect your team fight phase, and that is a test of skill. But to me, that's like asking someone how well they can do yo-yo tricks yo-yo while, while, playing, while basketball. playing basketball, which, mm-hmm. yep, it's my favorite Shout argument. Shoutouts to
1: episode one. Shout outs
0: to episode one, or two, <laughs> or whatever episode it was. I am not interested in that test. Anyway, yeah. uh, that's my scene, for now.
1: Oh, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you're... Uh, it, it makes sense. I don't have enough uh, MOBA experience, or WoW experience, to weigh in on a lot of that. Uh, I do appreciate the barrier to uh, uh, execution, specifically in fighting games. Uh, that thing that we're all afraid of. Because I I feel like it does reward people for having spent so much time in the gym. There's the classic, uh, if someone whiffs an uppercut against you and you're Ryu in Street Fighter 4, you get a free punish. You You can hit them however you want. Let's say for the sake of argument, you don't have any meter. So you can't just fucking unload on them. What you can do, if you're so inclined, since you can do anything, is press stand fierce and then do an uppercut. That'll do a goodly amount of damage. It'll knock them down. It does everything you've ever wanted to do.
0: I'm gonna briefly interject for how Marvel you are right now that your most basic combo is a two it's hit combo. two hits. We're gonna go yeah. back. So the, what you can do for a lot of people is throw or sweep. That's
1: actually step one. Sweep is good, sweep so is good. So you get a
0: free throw or free sweep. So then layer two is what you just described. And then now please continue on to layer three.
1: Layer th- Well, layer three is your upper echelon because uh, Street Fighter caps out at three layers. Uh, what you can do is uh, forward fierce his uh, solar plexus punch, uh, and then a one frame link, which means that out of uh, a whole second, you have one sixtieth of a second to time this next button press. You can do a crouch uh, fierce, and then you can do that same uppercut that we were talking about before. I would argue uh, that's th- layer
0: four because I think for layer Where's three, three? <laughs> three is three. Three, in my opinion, is is a simple uh, two piece into an FADC into a simple two piece. That's easier than a one frame link. Meter spend, meter
1: spend. Uh, cancel. You don't have meter at the top of this.
0: It is. It is definite. Okay, but 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 difficulty wise, it is definitively <laughs> it is definitively easier to simply do button into Tatsu than it is to do button into Fireball into Focus Attack dash cancel into button into Tatsu.
1: Sure. Okay. But but I said you don't have meter.
0: <laughs> but you're you're getting hung yeah. up on what's, I know, I know. what's what? Yeah, you're getting hung up on what you have available, like option wise. But to me, like that is a very important difficulty step that is both mm-hmm. harder than the previous step and easier than the next one being your one-frame okay. link.
1: Sure. Okay. Uh, but but that is, the, the importantly, where where this uh, caps out. Uh, you're doing your one-frame link from Solar Plexus into Crouch Fierce. It will up your damage uh, considerably, significantly. It, it's not like they won't die in one combo. This isn't Samurai Showdown, but uh, it, it does do a significant enough amount of damage to warrant it if you're consistent at it. So for Mm -hmm. a lot of people, uh, if they had been spending enough time practicing, they'll go to it. Or those same people like pros, like top level players will not. They will just do stand fierce into Dragon Punch because they don't want to risk being wrong. Or the stress of the situation is so difficult. They're they're worried they don't trust themselves to be able to make that difficult choice uh, every single time. And I think that that is a meaningful decision because of the amount of difficulty involved in it. It's and that's, also that's something anyone. that
0: builds like hype, right? Because even if you don't yes. know it was a one-frame link, everyone can see that like he did a little something extra or didn't in this scenario. Yep. Um I think for me personally, I think that's a super good example that you brought up. And I think I think this does a really good job of illustrating different types of fighting game players, which you and I are also a great example Wildly of. Different. For yep. me, um, I think we both agree 100% on, on, yeah, like you should have some time rewarded in the gym. I think our main yes. difference of opinion is actually just how much you should be rewarded. <laughs> and I think, I think you should be rewarded noticeably and definitively. Um, and you think you should be like able to fucking basically like dance on the f- dance in outer space with anti-gravity lapses or something like, think- like, like, so okay, just as an example, the difference between if somebody does this punishable situation that Alex just mentioned where somebody dragon punches and you get, you get a free punish. If you're a beginner player, you can just sweep them. It's just, mm-hmm. all you do is press down and hard kick. You sweep them. It does. What's a sweep doing street fighter? hundred damage it does a hundred sure. damage. And it knocks them off their feet as a solid punish um your level two uh that we were at button into something else might do 200 or 220 damage so you get about double damage mm-hmm. for level one to level two and level two is very easy uh level two is like if you play the game for i don't know a week and you're committed you could definitely start doing that as a thing it's, Two button it, punish, yeah. yeah two button punish yeah. is no big deal mm-hmm. i think there's a fairly large jump from the level two to the level three where you're doing <laughs> a meter fadc but you're only getting for level two, say for level two, you're getting that 220 damage. People have a thousand health in Street Fighter for reference. So level one is a hundred damage punish is one button. Two button punish is like maybe 200 or 220 damage. Three button punish, uh, it's not three button, but, um, yeah, we'll say either three button punish the next step, yeah. or an FADC combo might be 300 damage. So it's, it's, it's not that much more. Um, mm-hmm. and then your level four, which is really hard, might be 350 or 360 damage. So there's basically mm-hmm. like the, that to me is perfect level one to level two is a giant jump and it's not a lot of work to get to level two it's almost no Mm -hmm. work at all but it's an important distinction that you put that work in and then you have like diminishing returns as you go to level three and level four they're meaningful but they're i would use the phrase minimally meaningful they are the minimum amount of meaningfulness uh like necessary to make it Enticing, a
1: meaningful choice.
0: Yeah. Whereas in Marvel, not only in my opinion are there bigger gaps between each step, but then you've got—I would say—how many levels do you think you have in Marvel for a punish?
1: Over level, level four. With I'm going seven, uh,
0: seven levels higher. Uh, because like you could you could literally kill any character in Marvel pretty yeah. much with a single punish yeah. if you're good enough. <laughs> They, they, there's or more if, you if you can't kill them, yeah. you put them into a mix-up that means they might get killed. Which, or yeah. your your ability to punish is not only more intricate in terms of what you need to do to get the punish. Like we're talking about in Street Fighter, where you'd have your hardest your hardest thing is going to be maybe maybe if you, if you say say you did a one frame FADC into one frame FADC, we're talking mm-hmm. two one frame links, so two one sixty of a second links, as well as maybe six buttons total.
1: In yeah, Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Marvel, uh, you I might could have be multi- doing a combo for the next five minutes.
0: You could be comboing for five <laughs> minutes. You might have uh, what? Uh, uh, not in terms of hits, in terms of multi hit, not in terms of the combo counter, but in terms of buttons, you could easily have a, quote, 20 hit sequence or something in Marvel you, off of a punish.
1: If you made a mistake and and I was an asshole, um, if you made a mistake and I was playing Dante in the middle, I could punish you with a uh, team aerial counter into a TAC infinite or team aerial combo into a TAC infinite. And the damage on that combo does so little. I will literally run out the clock before I kill you. Yes. So, so the yeah, amount of buttons is like exponentially. Th- this, higher. this to
0: me is where we <laughs> get to the point where someone like soul of base, like sure. that's where his, his point is so understandable and I agree with him, but that's why I also just don't understand how more fighting game players don't see that difference in the spectrum. I know so many fighting game players that are just like, oh man, I play Street Fighter and Marvel and I don't see any difference between these two games. And I'm just like,
1: how could you (laughs) You
0: not? (laughs) How how could you not? So, so yeah, that to me is where, um, that, that technical barrier, the reward for your gym time is, is way too much in my opinion.
1: For, for
0: what it's worth, how it,
1: how it feels to me as, as a Marvel player of like a decent caliber uh, The amount of weight that you have to lift to get in you know, to to be lifting in the gym, the smallest weight that they have is like a hundred pounds. You have to be able to bench a hundred pounds. Some oh man, I can't.
0: I would almost say it's even heavier than that. Honestly, I wouldn't. We're we're, we're talking it's about skill floors. <laughs> there's a way. Yeah. Oh man, there's a way higher skill floor <laughs> in Marvel than
1: Street Fighter. It's not even sure. remotely. You can you could lift like five pound weights. In yeah. Street Fighter. Two pound weights, even if you really just yeah, want the, to press. The, the,
0: the gym, the gym <laughs> thing is actually fantastic. So like yeah. Street Fighter is like um Street Fighter is like professional cycling. It's kind of hard to learn how to ride a bicycle, but it's mm-hmm. really easy to find a bicycle with training wheels. Most people probably rode bikes when they were kids. And even if mm-hmm. they never rode bikes competitively, they know some amount about how to ride a bike. Even when they're 30, if they decide to get into competitive bike riding. And once you get into it, you can push it and you can go really, really high and you can ride on the Tour de France. And there is a, but the skill floor is so low for Street Fighter Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. skill floor is very, 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 very high. Um, Marvel is like if you wanted to be a bodybuilder. And you can't just decide to be a bodybuilder at 30 if you've never lifted weights in your life. There is no immediate path into that. There just isn't.
1: You have to go to the gym. You are going to have
0: years (laughs) before you're even remotely capable of getting close to starting that path. Uh, That, to me, is a very... uh, I think that's a very fair comparison. I don't know if you agree or not, but that that is how I see.
1: It's not those as bad as you versus think. that. Yeah, it's not maybe as easy maybe as it's I a, think okay. it is, but it's yeah. not as hard as you think. Really, honestly, you could play a handful of characters. You, you're not restricted. I'm not saying you must play Hulk, who does four hit combos and kills people. Uh, but you, at at your current ability to lift weights, would be able me to play personally. Marvel. You personally? Oh, absolutely! You will.
0: But I'm well, yeah. I'm not who we're talking about. That's my whole point. I'm a fucking seasoned like, oh, fighting game are veteran, veteran. These are mountains
1: to move. They are it, for it, people who really don't play bad.
0: fighting games. No, they. I think they are. I'm not talking about I for think, me. I have years I think, of experience. Of course, I could do it. But for a new person who's never played a fighting game and doesn't know anything about it, a person who's never ridden a
1: bike, they yeah, cannot it,
0: pick up Marvel and be good at a it.
1: Bodybuilder. They, they can't that's what do I was it. I, I would not leap straight to Marvel I, I I think that Marvel would make for a poor first game to play that's I, I an understatement
0: think, <laughs> yeah absolutely I, I it think would.
1: That if, if you try cycling and you give it a, a try and, and you're good at it for about a month you can probably pick up bodybuilding yes yeah, yeah okay it's not making. you
0: don't it doesn't literally take years to be good at Marvel but I would yeah, say yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would say for someone who knows absolutely nothing and has no experience and the only experience they have is some is Marvel? Some no, no. Is some some oh, okay. general some general experience of playing video games, but they've never played any fighting games oh, okay, I ever. Mm-hmm. I would say you're talking
1: fuck, dude. Before they can compete at top level, yeah. Why wow. not
0: even top level? <laughs> I mean, even yeah, I would say compete. I would me. say comp- yeah, yeah no, I, I would say honest. compete at a mid level, it <laughs> would be at least
1: a year. Jeff Jeff plays uh fighting games like for fun like a weirdo hi jeff um he and he, he enjoys the the basic core concept of fighting games uh but if we played marvel it would be ugly i we think don't
0: i think the, yeah <laughs> i think the amount of time compared to, uh conversely that it takes to get viable and by viable i mean have a reasonable chance of going you know one two, one and two or something yeah. like that like having enough competence that even if you go oh two they might have been like close matches and you knew what you were doing that amount of time in street fighter or smash might only be 3 or 4 months for yep, somebody yep. who for somebody who doesn't have any experience someone at all. with a
1: passing awareness if they, of, if, what they, a if, of they, if they if they if they decided like. they wanted
0: to do it and they wanted to start at ground you know, at point at point blank not ground zero but start at yeah, start it you know, but they wanted to start <laughs> it at, at the, the very beginning and 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 try and like really understand it like they truly have an interest in understanding it i think that might be Months. I think it's at least a year, if not even longer, in a game like Marvel, Marvel. if that's the first game you pick up. Yeah,
1: you get nothing, probably.
0: And it becomes exponentially easier if you start that person out with Street Fighter first, and then later, once yep. they understand what basic combos and fighting game inputs are, then they can discover Marvel, then that's yeah. way easier. But I think that just supports the whole point, right? Which is that yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah. is the kind of game that is just a whole tier of unfamiliarity and scariness away for the average person um
1: yep. so okay. I, I know that we're starting to run out of time i, I yes. there are a couple of uh points towards the end of his question yes that that's I wanted, where i'm like, pushing in. yeah so but so by right, all there's, means
0: there's the um uh borrowing things from other genres yakuza yes, rpg mechanics i'll let you start on this because i'm specifically. going
1: specifically so uh okay so there's this uh uh f- oh, please, or we'll start with the, the rpg do. do what
0: Please do what I think you're going to do.
1: Yeah. There's this RPG series called Persona. Um, it has in it all the standard uh, uh, RPG fanfare. There's uh, magic meter. There's health. There's uh, uh, assist, or not assists. Uh, other characters that help you out in your fight. Uh, it's got status ailments. So, like, you've got poison. You've got confusion. You've got rage. Um, and, and all of these they took and translated them into uh, Persona 4 Arena. Uh, Persona 4 Arena is a fighting game that has a lot of RPG ideas translated into it. Uh, So it's not that they've never had this idea before, uh, but noticeably the difference between a game like Persona 4 and a game like ARMS, even though it's got a lot of inspiration from RPGs, it still feels like a fighting game. And I can easily and clearly recognize it. And it doesn't make sense. It is definitely a fighting game. So like I played uh, a character we'll call culprit and uh, culprit has a system where if he lands a super, which should sound reasonably easy for uh, a street fighter player to process. uh, If he lands a super, then he can inflict status ailments. So he gets like a damage buff. uh, He can hit you with a move that makes you confused. So left is right. Right is left. Mm -hmm. uh, Or he can make you poisoned or whatever. And that all feels like a good way of borrowing ideas from uh, another genre and then making them into fighting game, translating them into fighting game. It does not feel like an RPG fighting game hybrid in much the same way that Yakuza uh, is a a beat-em-up RPG hybrid sort of game. Um, There are characters in it, like uh, Junpei has a system... He's a baseball player, and I'm I'm only barely going to be able to describe this. If he hits you, then he lands hits like on a baseball field. Like if you hit somebody, then you get a single. Okay. Uh, if he whips three times, that's three strikes and he's out and then his counter resets. And the goal is to get enough runs that you can turn into golden Junpei. Who is a much better, but still the worst character in the game? Oh, character. he's like a
0: weird meter build reward character.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, and, and so there's that. There's Phoenix right? in Marvel Three. Phoenix, uh, Frank,
0: K- and Dark yeah. Phoenix. All those like weird mechanic well, building.
1: Dark Phoenix is the Dark same. And eh,
0: she's she's no, less, no, no no. You don't think she's the same. They, I think she's just No, because
1: I'm, because I'm making a different point than oh, I okay. thank you. Thank oh, you. okay. okay. Uh, Phoenix Wright is a character from Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, uh, that, which is a visual novel where you collect evidence and then go to court, unlike real life. Um, so you, you collect the evidence and then you present it in the visual novel to make your argument and then win cases. Uh, in the fighting game, you find bad evidence and good evidence, and then you have to object, which is a move. <laughs> And if the objection lands when you've got three pieces of good evidence, then you become the upgraded Phoenix Wright. Uh, Frank West is from a survival horror game where he the the experience system in that game is from when he takes pictures. So when they translated this into Marvel three. He's got different levels, one to five uh, that uh, are based on the amount of uh, when he takes a picture, it gives him one experience. But when you do a 50 hit combo and then take a picture, then it gives you 51. Experience, so that, that's a way that they've translated these uh, weird experience system survival horror mechanics into uh, the the fighting game. You but are it's always the been on a translational basis to answer yeah.
0: this fucking. I, I really <laughs> am. <You are> literally... <laughs> <laughs> uh, they,
1: they they do do this thing that you're describing. The problem is Phoenix Wright sucks. He's the worst character in the game. Junpei sucks. He's so bad, and it's because they're trying to be true to the spirit of the game. While also still having to play a fighting game, and so and like, that's the you, you problem. Probably, is like it, when yeah. you
0: get too far away, it isn't a fighting game anymore. So there's nothing wrong with enjoying like an mm. RPG beat em up combo. And I will say that like beat 'em up games certainly, uh, you know, they they lend themselves to RPG mechanics very well. Other Worst genres part. don't. I mean, it, it's it, it, there <laughs> yeah. are just there are just certain <laughs> genres that don't go as well together. Um mm. and and yeah, fighting games, I think. Um, You can have some degree. You can have the flavor. Yeah, you can have some flavor. I think you could have one that goes, um, you know, where over time in the course of a match, you get like different upgrades or whatever. But the problem is then it, it needs to end up then being a much longer game. Per game, and then
1: usually, or the the fact that the longevity of the game is only you know ninety nine seconds or whatever means that the the amount of power that you get from it is either too high or too little, and normally game companies will err on the side of too little.
0: Yeah, I yeah I agree with that. Um, and and then like so it it becomes like you know I think there are better and worse examples of it, but one that we forgot to mention earlier when we were because we did address this a bit when you were talking about the I think the innovation aspect, and I think this Mm -hmm. is sort of hand in hand with that. Um, what the fuck is that stupid game we commentated at?
1: Smash <laughs> Lethal, Out? League. Lethal League. Lethal League. So I like um, Lethal League. Yeah,
0: Soul of Base. You should look up <laughs> Lethal League. So um, that was one we should have mentioned earlier because <laughs> that's yes. another game where I think I think it's okay. It's a fighting game. It's it I is a fight, It is a fighting game, but it. All, I think there's always going to be like once you get far enough away from fighting game stuff, like uh, um, th- the further away you get, eventually it's harder to be like, is it really? And I think the answer yeah. is usually yes, but it's also like almost a subgenre where it's like, yeah, you know, more, a less yeah. traditional fighting game where the, the win conditions platform are not, fighter, no, right. yeah, right. Yeah. And I think Sm- Smash is, um, I think Smash is as much of a fighting game as anything else. I will fucking take that to my grave because you have 2D <laughs> fighters and 3D fighters and nobody has a problem with that. You have team fighters and nobody has a problem with that. Smash is literally just a
1: platform fighter. Is It's because they changed the relationship between the characters and their health bars.
0: Yes. And that is the Death biggest difference
1: is not when you reduce the health to zero yeah. because there is no health. I, to I,
0: I think, at least for how Smash has developed and how other platform fighters now, like Rivals of Aether, have developed, I think they are absolutely um, defined enough to just be another kind of fighting game. Whereas your, um, your arms and your Lethal League. Are like mm-hmm. a little farther away. You're on the bridge. There haven't There's been the quite enough fighting. Yeah, they need to kind of right. like ham, uh, hammer some things out. And yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, but there are games that are in that area. So um, and I mm-hmm. think one of them could be a more RPG focused game. I don't think I actually think a game that could potentially do really well with this concept is Samurai Showdown. I think they could do really well in Samurai Showdown to have some some sort of like intermission phase where Mm -hmm. you end up like buying items like you do in a fucking MOBA. I don't know that I would like it or that it would work but I think it's a great candidate for this because and and I think another important one to mention before we finish is Street Street Fighter Cross Tekken and how fucked they fucked that game by allowing you to buy gems Mm -hmm. outside of the game and increase your character's power. I yeah. I think it was awful because Street Fighter Cross Tekken was just a traditional fighting game with a okay. weird shoehorned in RPG mechanic that Im- made the balance awful and just made the playing field super not level. But I don't yeah. think it's impossible for there to be some sort of And I think um a good example of this that isn't strictly a fighting game but is kind of teeter-tottering in the same way Arms is are these um these online medieval duelist RPG games um, oh yeah what the yeah. fuck is it called um
1: valorant what's
0: yeah no valorant's a shooter what the fuck is it yeah. called? um it's like yeah it, it, but for, it's like for honor i think is that's it? it i think it's for honor yeah. let me google that real quick and make sure i'm not lying i think i think for honor is the one i'm thinking of but though so those, there's these games yeah you're right um yeah. there's these games that like are they're not strictly a fighting game but they're certainly fighting game adjacent they have combos they yeah. have footsies They're usually, like, third person over the shoulder or maybe first person. But I think those are some really good candidates for that where, like, you do have very similar fighting game gameplay. It's not strictly a fighting game because it's not, you know, usually that ends up being 2D, um, more or less, but, like, 2D camera. Again, not 2D graphics. It's not important. But, um, But they're certainly in that realm where it seems like other mechanics in the game are acceptable that allow you to, like, both level up your character and fight, I think... I think definitively for me and maybe I'm just too old school but I don't I don't think so. I think a core a core element of fighting games that I really don't think can ever be broken and have it still be a fighting game is the level playing field. I personally yeah. don't think there is a, there is any room for RPG elements in what I would call a fighting game. That doesn't mean there can't be games that take elements from fighting games and have rpg elements that doesn't mean those games can't be cool or fun or have interesting depth but for me for me and it's the same way for me in 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 rtss and shooters as soon as you put in an element that isn't strict strictly player versus player and everybody having access to the same potential choices right and like you could say like oh Terrans versus Um, you know Protoss is different but at the end of the day you could both pick Terran if that was it you need to both be able to pick that as soon as you are like hey I you know got this item and now I'm just going to be better than you the way it is in like World of Warcraft as much as I enjoy World of Warcraft um what oh well okay yeah if smash you played items. god Go if ahead. you played smash with items god that yeah uh, <laughs> as soon as you introduce that, that it that is no longer a level playing level. field and it is no right. longer a pure competitive game that doesn't mean it yeah, can't be competitive exactly it doesn't mean it doesn't mean there can't be some cool competition in world of warcraft pvp but when you do when they do world of warcraft pvp as an esport they put everyone on a tournament server and everyone has infinite gold and everyone can buy all the same items, why? Because it would be bullshit. When Normal I'm playing World of Warcraft on the weekend, I could have better gear than someone and that does carry me and that's fine and fun. But at the end of the day, it would be ridiculous to have a tournament with that in it. Even so mm. much so that a game like World of Warcraft that has exactly what I think he's talking about where you have some minor RPG elements, it in it intentionally goes out of its way to kill all of those elements because it's just, I don't think there's any way around it. I think that's objective, it's shit. <laughs> rng rng elements things that are not level are shit for competition period yeah. they they just they just are um and even when you look at games that are way more rooted in rng like say like magic the gathering They don't play full deck as their real tournament shit because there's just too many fucking variables and too many things where some guy could have this card. Oh yeah. yeah. They're, the real tournaments are the current deck. And so while, yes, there is, there is RNG within that, that league because of that current deck, it is a very controlled RNG and it's more like poker where your ability to deal with, you know, like, so yeah, it's having an element of grinding and quote unquote gear and shit. It just, it just isn't, it has no place in a, in a tournament.
1: Consider this other thing, as long as we're talking about uh, trading card games, the most powerful effects or frequently some of the most powerful effects in trading card games are the games that allow you to manipulate the cards that are currently in your deck. So usually you have a deck and all of the best players will play the minimum card size for that deck. Uh, You'll draw your five to seven cards, uh, which means that there are now 35 or 33 cards left in your deck. And all of the card effects that you're going to be playing are cards that reduce the amount of cards in your deck or that go through your deck to find the cards that you want. Mm-hmm. You're reducing all of the random aspect. It might take you a turn or two but it's a matter of like getting the cards that you want into your hand as fast as you can. You're reducing that random aspect by manipulation of your Yeah.
0: There is a skill in, in dealing with that. And yeah, exactly. Whereas like conversely, if you're just like, Oh, I've played this game for longer. And so I have a bigger weapon than you and I just do more damage (laughs) that that's not, there is no, there is no element. Yeah, exactly. So there has to be an element of skill uh, at the end of the day. So RPG elements make things more approachable Um, for people who are new. They certainly have a function. But at the end of the day uh, fighting games are meant to be competitive and that's just i mean that's just not a thing and i think it's okay if that's like not something you're interested in but um Mm -hmm. I, i think at the end of the day any game genre that wants to be competitive needs to not have elements like that because even league of legends which like it's got rpg elements where you buy gear you're buying that gear based off of what you did in that game when you both started at the same point that's not, that's so different than in like, again, your world of Warcraft where you go into an arena and one guy just has a higher item level than the other guy because he's been doing more like, I don't know, rating. It's just, it's just not a level playing field at any point, And that's not acceptable in a competitive environment.
1: Consider a strange beat-em-up RPG hybrid as a fighting game. There's a game called uh, River City Ransom Kunio-kun series. It's, it's very old. Um you can beat up each other if uh, team attacks are turned on and you can beat up random enemies. And that's the goal of the game. When you beat up random enemies, they drop coins. They explode into coins. It's got Consider a hypothetical River City Ransom Girls fighting game where you and the other player are on the screen and you beat up each other, but also beat up the guys. And then there's an intermission phase where you both go to the same shop and then buy whatever upgrades you feel like are good. And then you go back and then it's just you and the other guy. It would have to be of kind of done some out.
0: way like that. Yes. It, yeah. it, it would have to be because it would have to, however it was, it would have to be such that every match had a level playing field to yes. start. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like we've gotten through most things though, unless you had any other stuff. I think this was, no, no, I, I just awesome wanted to talk topic. about weird
1: mechanics. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So thank
0: you. So base for this, uh, this question, this was an excellent, uh, Excellent prompt, but yeah, I think we've made it to the end, and yeah, I don't know. I think that's that's about it. Uh, I, I didn't go on my full diatribe about last hitting, but I think I got enough of the small points. You it in. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I've been metal music man.
1: I, I imagine I've been Professor Wax.
0: And uh, thanks again to Soul of Bass. We will catch you guys next time.
1: See ya. <laughs>